Ready, set, whoa, welcome to the show. Today we're featuring Nathan, CEO, owner, and designer of Unshook. What's good, guys? Local San Diego brand. What's poppin', brother? Thanks for having me in here. This place is so vibey. Yeah, it's cool, man. As soon as I walked in here the first time, I knew, like, oh, yeah, this is My blood pressure lowered, like, significantly <laughs> when I walked through the door. So. It's very calming in here, for yeah. sure. That's all thanks to Dave's art and Logan's expertise in creating a good vibe. Um, and the beach. Yeah, beach is a minute and a half walk. So, growing up in SoCal, super blessed with that always. It's all right, yeah. Um, so I think just to start this off, we definitely got to tell the story of how we met yeah, and how like most we definitely. got tangled together in this. We met in 2019. Yeah, middle of the pandemic, pretty much. Well, it wouldn't it be. Uh was it 20? 2020? No, yeah, 2020. So that was, yeah. It was 2020, middle of the pandemic. Like middle, middle of it. Yes. Like, and you were still working, though, at Belmont? Facts. Was there a lot of people coming in or like? Yeah, um, because like the beach was the only thing not that, shut down. That's true, especially in San Diego. The beach was the only thing not, restaurants <laughs> shut down, everything was shut down, but you could still do like outdoor activities. So yeah, I was working at this bike shop. We rented out surfboards, we rented out bikes, mm. uh, longboards, all types of uh, surf stuff. We were like right by, you know, the beach at Belmont Park. And uh, because I usually ref, like that's where I make my money, but there's no basketball games because of COVID. So I got a quick summer job where my girl works at, at the, the surf shop. And uh, yeah, I, I noticed there was like a few vendors by the beach, whatever. 2020. And, and I would have to to ride a bike from one location of our store to the other location. Um, that's the only reason why I saw the boardwalk is because I had to ride my oh, bikes okay. to like transfer stuff to the different locations. And some dude with like big hair, like started yelling at me, trying to give me <laughs> stickers. And that's how I met uh, Wasani. Yeah. So yeah. When I see fa people that are dressed nicely or that look like they care slightly about fashion, I love to yeah. stop say what up. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was just the sticker, right? Yeah, so. that's how, you know, that's the best icebreaker. That's the, the number one thing I've learned from you yeah. is use stickers, you know, uh, yeah. changed my life. But <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God. So literally to me, it seemed like less than a week later, we yeah. were having a conversation again. And you yeah. were like, I quit my job. And I was like, you oh. quit your job? And yeah, because I'm like, yo, how do you be a vendor out here? You're like, oh, you just show up so i i asked for like the next weekend the day off on a friday i got the day off and i went out there and i sold like across the boardwalk from you mm -hmm. i remember that day sucked too because it was my first day like out there doing something like you that. didn't have a tent i didn't have a canopy <laughs> i had one clothing rack you had a table. and I'm, I'm used to like vending at like like shows and bars and stuff so this is my first time where it's just like random people <laughs> who aren't even there for an event right Right. And I'm just like, this is stupid. Nobody wants to fucking talk to me. Like, I don't know how to sell this. But this one kid pulled up on a skateboard and goes, yo, all this shit is fresh. Like, yo, like how much are these? And I was like, uh, the button ups are 40. He's like, okay, I, I need this one. And I need this one. And he bought four button ups. And if it day. wasn't for <laughs> Axel doing that, if it wasn't for this random kid named Axel pulling up on a skateboard, I probably wouldn't have ever come back because I had such a bad first impression, but he was like, yo, you know, uh, it might be worth 
staying here and so i did it a couple more times couple and more when times. i realized like i'm making more money here than at the the bike shop i quit the bike shop yeah i was just super inspired right away straight i up. was like man because to me i had just kind of started getting into that you know setting right. up and seeing what was up but to inspire somebody to quit their job within yeah. like a week of meeting them and i was like okay like, it was cool. sick and like, it's just like a <laughs> like in life like I ask like, what do you have to do to be here? You're like, just show up. Like, you, you know, most of the time, all you have to do is just make the choice yep. and then things will, will fall in that direction. So, and I already had Unshook for like two years at that right. point. I just mm -hmm. didn't know I could post up in the middle of the sidewalk exactly <laughs> on the boardwalk, you know, but um, it's better to ask for uh, forgiveness than permission. And, and that's why, you know, just go sure. hustle and, and see what happens, you know? I kind of, yeah, I have like a similar story because like I feel like I was building Woe for so long up until that point when I realized I could go out and sell it anywhere. Yeah. But I didn't realize within myself I was ready, yeah. you know? You're like waiting for this thing Facts. or this person or, yeah, like you said. Like, the right YouTube tutorial to tell you the three <laughs> ways to sell to strangers on the boardwalk, you know? We could make that now. We, <laughs> honestly. So are you still doing that? Are you still out? That was in Mission Beach in Mission San Diego. Beach. Yeah, are I never went to any there? other beach. Mission Beach treated me very well. How I, long did that last? Because it's been like I started, it was like, yeah, it was like. Uh, 2020, what, like June, I would say. June, July Had been like of 2020. And then I pretty much wrote it all the way out until uh, August of 2021 which is when I moved back up to Pomona uh, for fashion school, mm. finishing up school up there. So just focusing on that. Cool. Um, and now I'm here on winter break, back down in San Diego, uh, just enjoying, just sewing a lot. I'm not stressed about going back to the boardwalk because uh, I'm, I'm gonna be moving back up to school in a couple of weeks. So once I finish school, yeah, it's probably back to the boardwalk, but always looking for different, you know, avenues to to push your product out because what if something happens to the, the boardwalk mm -hmm. you know you got to have like some stores that's got your back your online presence and mm -hmm. so events yeah but yeah so, un unshook follows me wherever i go so and you guys know the, the feeling so it really exactly. you know it could be anywhere we you'll, could you'll we, make we could go to the moon we'll, like we'll be all right <laughs> we'll be selling you know yeah we got the pop-up going yeah, yeah for sure <laughs> yeah so and then the uh the connection to music that your brand has because mm -hmm. we see you in the studio all the time hendo yes is that the correct name shout out courtney henderson yeah owner of hendo studios so like every time i go on your instagram i'm seeing crazy lit videos of rappers in wearing your stuff we so like ready. where's the connection from mm -hmm. the brand straight to the music so unshook is about embracing life's adversity you know, and wearing your scars proudly and, and staying unshook through all the, the struggles in life, right? And uh, I'm very into music and I'm very into, uh, you know, that rugged streetwear lifestyle, you know, not getting, not being too pretty, but just embracing the imperfections. And, mm -hmm. and I love hip hop too. And there's so much content in, in hip hop there's so many rappers who, who want to tell their story of what they've overcome, right? And it just makes so much sense. It's something I'm into and it correlates with the brand, you know, artists, you know, talking about their struggles and how they overcame it on the mic. And mm -hmm. I'm trying to portray that in the clothing. So yeah, we do right. monthly concerts at Hendo cool. Studios. It's called Hendo Unplugged. Okay. Raw, 
uncensored, uncut, unedited, unplugged uh, talent that pulls up. And uh, we do like four artists a month. They all do their their fire live performance, but then we also have a high budget uh, a filming of it. And so every week we drop those videos mm-hmm. on on Instagram, on YouTube, and it just is like an assembly line of talent and you know good times. So it's been good. It's been good. It's super inspirational um, having hearing that journey from from fashion to music and. Yeah. I just know so many people are, you're giving a lot of people a platform, you know, through Trying your brand, to. you know, and I think that's super cool that you're, you're able to, to connect people from different angles, yeah. you know, through the Unshook umbrella. It's been beautiful. Like there's some artists who tell me like, yo, I tapped in with this dude who was on last month and we just like made a song together. And so that's what it's all about. You know, you're building a good community. We can definitely tell that. And so like, not only are you designing the clothing that they're wearing are you booking these artists like yeah. are you, you're so i'm like the whole event uh manager pretty much the promoter the organizer oh. hendo helps you know a lot mm-hmm. but he's also running his whole studio so yeah. um I, the I, studio is mainly for what recording for or? photography right okay. photography like editorial <clears throat> stuff music videos okay um we could do a podcast in there. They do do podcasts. So any sort of studio, studio stuff like that, right? Yeah, but um, that's why it's cool for a concert because it's like lights everywhere. There's like a throne prop and there's like this prop. and But we're just doing a concert in the middle of a psych wall, you know? So It looks so sick. No, yeah. the vibe in there. Every time I see any of the content on Instagram, I'm like, this is so hype. Like, it's why a, am I not there? You yeah. Know what I'm saying? Like every time. It's always, it's been free up to this point. Okay. And so we're, we're, you know, looking at possibly, uh, you know, switching up the uh, arrangement of how the shows work a little bit. We might start charging for tickets. We might start doing live streams. But so far, every show has been 100% free. Well, so get on it, guys, you, while you hear that right now. Cause yeah, f- just follow us uh, at Unshook on Instagram, and then we always post in the dates and everything. It's free shows. Uh, we always got exclusive merch that I don't have online that's available at the shows. And so it's been it's been cool, bro. Yeah. Um, it's a good excuse for me to like make new cool pieces too. Cause I know there's artists that's going to be there. I'm like, yo, what's your size? Like I'll make something for mm-hmm. you to wear for the Ooh. show, you know? Yes, sir. Yeah. So you were saying in 2020, you had already been doing Unshook for a couple years. So you started, I started March, 2019. Okay. Um, so yeah, about a year and a half, I suppose. And so we're like three years into it. Is it full time for you yet? Yeah, it's been full-time. I mean, I'm still a full-time student, you know, so balancing that, uh, I'm not uh, not able to, you know, put in every hour of the week uh, mm. that I would want to in into pushing the brand. But um, So as soon as you're done with school. Balancing fashion school and, and the brand, you know, it, it's been good. It's, it, trying not to uh, let it lean too much towards the brand and then now all of a sudden my school's lacking you know but um well that's smart yeah you're focused school's been good too you know what have there been any like major setbacks um specifically to the brand that right maybe had you second guessing at a second point like oh this might you know just just setbacks towards like yo there's a problem how are we gonna fix this you know right. it's never it's, the attitude it's only been three years it's been like gradual growth Right. And so there's no moment where it's like, yo, maybe I should stop. Mm-hmm. It's just been like, yo, like uh, people aren't fucking with you when you pull up at a booth. 
So how can you fix that? Yo, like your online sales suck. How can I fix that? Mm. You know? So just within the mentality of the brand, like there's really no setbacks because you have to deal with the adversity. Yeah, it's all learning at this point. I mean, how are you supposed to know how to run a clothing brand without doing it? So I just look at everything like uh, a little walkthrough tutorial right now, you know, mm. and, uh, you know, some money lost, some money made, but just learning as much as I can. And uh, do you have any major mentors or like people, maybe even artists, recording artists that you look up to that kind of gave you free game through their music or? No, no, I hate, I hate that. I don't have an answer for this question. People always ask like, who's your favorite designer? Who inspired you? I just started like taking clothes from thrift stores and just swagging them out as Mm -hmm. you would say. Right. And I think a lot of it stemmed. It's so funny. Like, uh, nobody really knows like this story, but me, but like when I was in high school, I was kicking it with like, cause all my friends were from like sports and whatever. Right. And so, you know, middle school, we all playing sports, we get to high school, now they all selling drugs and shit. So I'm kicking it with all like the drug dealers in school, whatever. And you know, we they would all like roast each other and stuff and I was pretty shy. They would always flame me for my outfits. They would say, you wear the same pants to school every day and oh, you got this shit, you know? And I really think that lit a fire under my ass where it's like, <laughs> I'm about to get so fresh. I'm about you to know? sauce out yeah. every day, yeah. And then, um, you know, the same homies like pulled up to my fashion show like five years later, you know, so that's really what I think inspired me. Um, And I always liked clothes and I would like wear shit and think it's cool and then they would roast me. And, you know, just, you know, dealing with that uh, confidence where it's like, you know, I know it's fire, so you can shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So within the the designing aspect, I guess, if nobody's really like been a major help or inspiration Mm -hmm. up until now, is there anybody that you're like, I would need to collaborate with this person or I would like, I would think that'd be such a cool collection if I could do a piece with this person. I love Capital. It's a Japanese label. They do so much patchwork and that is, you know, with doing all the thrifting and whatnot, like that is the aesthetic that I really enjoy. Um, terms of musicians we could just name them off i mean i would be blessed to work with so many uh, on artists f- on the fashion side or like just dressing them yeah just like as them modeling oh, okay. uh yeah so like pharrell yeah yeah don't be shy like put those mass intentions out like yeah who, like fka twigs okay right cool. obviously asap <sighs> you Jeez, know <laughs> it's just uh, the list goes on man it's like so I feel it for, for anybody essentially almost. Yeah. It's all motivating, especially working with so many talented local artists and seeing the work that they're all putting in and understanding that any of them could be at that level, you know, in the future. It's, it's, it's cool to associate, uh, you know, the potential that's there as well. I will say, um, my grandma did show me how to use a sewing machine. So, I guess without her. Shout out grandma. Yeah, without her, I'd still be wearing baggy jeans and <laughs> <laughs> would have no taper, no taper on the jeans. Um, yeah. You were touching on the fact that you started out with thrifting right. um, shirts and I just want to touch on the fact that that was one of the 
first kind of inspirations for us as a company mm -hmm. to see somebody really making thrifted pieces so cool. I remember just seeing your button downs and I, when I bought my half and half Hawaiian button down shirt, like that really put me on a new vibe and to be able to tell people that the homies cutting them himself and re sewing them back together. Mm -hmm. I think that was just so, so inspiring Thanks. for us and for me personally. And, uh, so now the fact that Woe is really showcasing more thrifted and upcycled pieces this yeah. year, um, I think it's just another connection point for our brands and why um, we drive so well. You got one of the best ones, too. <sighs> I <Dude>. know. <laughs> Yours was a I heater. Know, I know, I know. So I do these things with Unshook. It's uh, the half and half shirts. And I basically take two shirts that were never meant to be together. I cut them up. I sew them together. Mm. And it's half one, half the other. But, you know. I make sure the two that I put together, you know, uh, they're going to work together. And it, it's, yeah, they're always sick. They're always one of one pieces. So if Cody got one, you're going to have to buy it off of him. You can't get it from me. It's not for sale. Don't <laughs> even come at me. Like, nah. it's a collection piece for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, upcycling, recycling is so great. Uh, being in fashion school, we learned so much about how bad the industry has been for the environment, how much wastage there is and uh, pollution so any chance you can get to give new life to something that's old you know is mm -hmm. is beautiful and i'm researching a lot of different ways to like repurpose old fabrics into new fabrics and then making a garment out of that um so like so break sick. breaking breaking shit down making new fabric and it, you know that way we don't have to be picking more cotton using more dyes using more pesticides all that you know yeah one thing that stood out to me <clears throat> immediately the upcycling and then the fact that like there was never really a, a collection that you just screen printed it and you sold it it was mm -hmm. like even if you did have a screen print on a shirt you would cut this add a stitch there take yeah. off a pocket print it put the pocket back on like you were always so hands-on with yeah. every single piece every single piece it seemed like because I don't want to wear anything that's boring. So I'm not going to be lazy and try to sell people shit that I wouldn't want to wear, right. you know? And so and we're competing with the world. Everybody got a screen printer, homie. So, yeah. So e easy. So you're taking the extra step to take a hoodie out to the desert and shoot it with a shotgun. Yeah. So my girlfriend's dad like, is, is a Marine, <laughs> right? Okay. And he goes hunting a lot. And we, we, I did a whole military collection. I took old uh, military uniforms and cut them up and, and made like a bunch of custom pieces. But um, we went out with our hoodies that say the ricochet personnel on it. And uh, we shot the hoods with 12 gauge shotguns. And I think my shoulder's still bruised <laughs> <laughs> from the kickback. But oh, yeah, those were super popular at the beach. People were like, you, you did what with them? <laughs> I shot them with a shotgun. They're $60. Do you want it in brown or yellow? <laughs> you know? So, yeah, those are fun. And you have a way that you're giving back to commu your community. I feel like I remember you or overhearing you tell somebody that you give back to some charity. Wounded Warriors for the military collection. That's yeah, it was. It was 10% to Wounded Warriors. I want to continue to do things like that. Um, every collection up to this point has been um, about a, a disaster or some sort of struggle, right? So the military, of course, that's very rigorous. Mm -hmm. uh, my next collection was voltage collection, so lightning, electricity. My new one is a 
inferno collection so i'm looking at uh, mm-hmm. possibly different like wildfire uh charities and organizations that are you know contributing to rebuilding the wildfire uh disasters because uh you know that's what unshook is about is is taking taking the disasters and rebuilding you know that's powerful yeah damn um, I feel like my metaphors, I love my metaphors so much, and I just can't wait for the world to catch on to them, you know? Like, taking fabrics and breaking them down and making something new is, like, is like a fucking metaphor for life, you know? And True. Yeah. Yeah. I see a lot of energy being put behind certain pieces, and then that, the energy carries in the clothing and the people yeah. wearing it. It's like an uplifting feeling. Such a special way to connect with people. I got a question for you guys. Let's hear it. You guys have probably spent more time than most people on the boardwalk, mm-hmm. right? What's some of the, cause I know I've seen some weird shit. What's <laughs> like, I need like at least one solid story to give people a, an idea of what we come across. In Mission Beach, I and, saw a lady selling chickens. <laughs> <laughs> like in a little, crate coop kind of like a like if you would put your toddler in something just so they can't crawl out of it i saw like six chickens and i was like this is not cool this is happening was she slinging though like i think like people were coming up to ask business was good (laughs) (laughs) i don't think i was set up that day i think i kind of just walked by and just to check out you know the atmosphere and that's not cool that's not cool why not if you need a live chicken (laughs) what if those chickens need a home i got you I just, that's not the place. I don't know. I don't know. That just, I don't even know how to feel about that still. But I was like, that's crazy. One of the weirdest things I think that I've personally seen. That's crazy. Yeah. And then obviously OB. If you go to OB, don't, weird is normal there. So right. it's hard don't to kind of give a yeah. gauge. <laughs> just go to OB for a couple hours and you'll probably see some. Really You'd be like, oh yeah. Yeah. That's like super normal. So like if I saw that in OB, it wouldn't be as crazy to me. <laughs> it's <laughs> Tuesday. Exactly. <laughs> I've seen a a dude ride a really high unicycle with a a dinosaur blow up costume. And that was straight up at the same Tuesday. Yeah, like on the stilts or on the unicycle in OB. (laughs) Just cruising through. But again, that's like. Yeah, normal. that's like mellow. He's going to get groceries or something. Yeah. He's just practicing. Yeah, yeah. something. <laughs> I think for for Pacific Beach, one of the most unique characters is the guy that's in like a full camo gear bush thing, and <laughs> he hides right behind the like a little thing and just gets to jump out, and he scares girls, old people. You're serious? Kids. I'm dead ass serious. He's actually he's famous. I've seen him on other like viral videos. Like no way. He pops out and gets people a good laugh, and then he'll also just walk down the boardwalk with the sign that says weed please yo i gotta start terrorizing more people maybe i would catch on the the internet a little i was gonna quicker. say they love watching people get scared so you'll probably blow up yeah for Damn. sure has has he ever gotten punched in the face i've seen a couple older guys that definitely wanted to punch him in the face no confrontation was had um because when you're on the boardwalk it's just it's, yeah. it's hard you're right? trying to you're trying to just love in the beach and everything's so good so <laughs> Um, I think that guy knows the situation he's in, but he yeah. probably has a 
few marks on his face for sure. What about that dude that I, I, I have seen in Mission that like dressed up like Pennywise kind of, and he had like a, all the time. Clown. No. He's still there. Yeah, that one's like no. he dressed scary. up as a clown and he got a dog that he pushing. And he's just and he's like, so yo, mentally I, disturbed. He's like, I need uh, this sign says like uh, money, please, to help my my dog needs surgery, which hopefully hopefully he is lying because hopefully the dog is okay but it's like how long has your dog been needing surgery for <laughs> it's been it's a like, lot of surgery yeah it's been yeah, like yeah. over a year that dog's been holding on so yeah i there was like a uh, towards the end of me being on mission it ended up being two kettle corn people and oh. they always had beef it was like <laughs> oh so God, funny that's so dumb. <laughs> Like to the point where they were to the point where it wasn't even just like that's my spot. It was like my kettle corn's better than your kettle corn. Oh my, oh my gosh. god! I would be down to see and like really see who's got the best that's kettle corn. I love kettle corn. Shit was so funny. I love that. Oh my god! Yeah, good old boardwalk, man. The beach is good, man. The beach is mm. the beach is home. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. think growing up in Southern California, just being so close to it. Um, you kind of feel you kind of feel bad when you notice a couple weeks have gone by and maybe you haven't popped by the beach just because right. you know we're we're so close and yeah. we should definitely be enjoying it you know so um shout out to southern california shout out to the beach yeah if you've never been to belmont park and mission beach it's pretty much like an amusement park on the boardwalk so definitely go check it out it's a lot of fun um don't let these stories <laughs> I think these stories you. are going to make people, this <laughs> is good advertising, <laughs> this is good advertising. Um, so being such a huge lover of music, um, I'm sure you heard about what happened at Astroworld yeah. a couple months ago. Sad story. Um, I really haven't had a bunch of dialogue with people mm -hmm. about it. Um, it kind of just seems like it was in the news real quick and then it kind of washed away. Do you have any thoughts from that or just any kind of comments around it? I mean, it was <sighs> obviously the most important thing is that people lost their lives, mm -hmm. right? And like, they're not gonna get their lives back. And no matter what is done or who's to blame doesn't affect that. So, you know, that's a given. But like when it comes to the show, I don't know. I don't know what what happened behind the scenes. I don't know if Travis is any way responsible for the amount of people let into the venue, mm -hmm. all that. So I just think people need to stop, you know, hashtag cancel Travis Never. when, you know, it's the the management that there's Live Nation, right? And then it's the, the security, all that. And then the behavior of the people. The people. So right. it's everybody. Everybody could have done a better job, you know? I think I'm very, very fascinated to see how Travis, uh, when he releases his next song, when he, like anything he does in the future, the entire world's going to be watching and it's going to be, it's kind of like dodging laser beams, you know, he's got to just be tasteful with whatever he does and yeah, it's going to be kind of crazy. I remember... 2015 or 16 I was at Coachella and I, I stumbled into the start of Travis Scott set and I'm very in tune with energy and immediately could just kind of tell like something was off over here and again that's his presence right very dark red and black rage rage 
And so like, just again, just for me as a person, I just kind of knew in that situation, like, okay, I gotta go. Like, I'm not really feeling this. So to me, it's like, obviously there's no, you know, one cause for what happened, but like, yeah. when you're celebrating music in that form of that type of energy, yeah. it's obviously dark, you know? Yeah. So right. it doesn't like fully surprise or shock me. Like, oh my gosh, no way, not at a Travis concert, right? But it's like, I'm not pointing blame at Travis. I'm not pointing blame at Live Nation or yeah. the festival grounds or the security guards. It's just like a one chaotic kind of like mess of what happened. You know? I'm sure like every large concert organization uh, that that's being you know any large concert that's being organized. I'm sure they've had plenty of talks of how to not let this happen at their shows and. You know, that's usually how life works. Some lady got to get like hit by a train right. for them to put a yellow line <laughs> on the floor to tell them not to stand past that line. So, mm. you know, hopefully it doesn't happen again. I'm sure everybody's going to, you know, they might be training their camera operators that if somebody comes up here and if they're trying to ask for help to actually like listen mm. instead of because probably all those camera operators were told was if somebody gets up here, you tell them to get down, you know, so. Right, exactly, exactly. There's yeah. really no one person to blame. It's just kind of like, yeah. again, there was just like this chaotic Shit moment. sucks, though, man. It's like, I know. It's super tough. And like, what a, yeah, what an unexpected kind of. Just public moment. perception is so fascinating to me. Exactly. And how, you know, everybody is uh, viewing Travis and, you know, like his Nike releases got pushed back and like his cacti and uh, seltzer. Uh, apparently is no more but mm. when that was announced all the comments on instagram were like yeah it's because the drink sucks isn't <laughs> so <laughs> i don't know but yeah like all this shit happening i just like when he drops his new music or whatever there's gonna be a large group of people that's like cancel travis but everybody's gonna be listening and mm -hmm. it's gonna be interesting yeah with my music specifically i've always tried to be as mindful as possible knowing that again whatever energy you're putting into it whatever thoughts whatever intentions you're putting into it you're probably going to get out of it and yeah. that's going to be amplified especially in music because it's literally being amplified as in like yeah. being played around the world being played in speakers so i've always had the intention with my music specifically of like i'm doing this for healing for community for people to come together and feel uplifted. Right. Kind of like on a Bob Marley vibe, a Wiz Khalifa type vibe. Um, do you have any mindful practices that you practice either daily as an individual mm -hmm. or with your, I know obviously with Unshook you have, you know, the upcycled and you're always trying to use sustainable practices. So that goes along with the mindfulness, but mm -hmm. do you meditate or do you journal? A lot of my meditation is because uh, I used to make music. I used to rap a lot. Um, so still, when I'm in the car, uh, I'll throw on beats and I'll just like rap about my day, rap about my week. And, and it, it, it flows out of you because you don't have time to think because the, right. next, the next line, you know, the next four bars is going to come up. Um, and just a lot of spills out of my brain. And I, it's pretty cool to me. It's like, I didn't think these thoughts they just came out mm -hmm. so i do that yeah. a lot you know and that's fun too being present that right helps with being present right sure. and that you know keeps my skills sharpened in case i'm ever at a house party <laughs> just in case just in case you never know in case there's a record executive or something you know <laughs> um but i know you're not trying to get signed you're trying to blow up off the clothing i'll take i'll take either he's like hey if somebody wants to sign get a little record i'll deal. take either yeah 
That would, I mean, it'd be a good look. It'd be a good look for the brand. I was gonna say it would go go well. No joke. Um, yeah, and I don't know. It's just sewing is like, have you guys ever sewed anything? Not not much. You know how chill grandmas are. Like you're like that. It's just like it's a lot of focus. I know that. It's, you know, patience and focus. It can get frustrating, but um overall sewing and with music on is just like that makes that's meditation yeah you are being very it's rhythmic for sure yeah yeah so yeah sewing's great sewing's a great thing to keep me at peace well yeah i'm honestly i've been thinking about it recently i probably will pick one up again soon i used to sew in seventh grade when i took econ or home economics home yeah i sewed an apron and a couple pillows and like some other things, I don't remember what they were, but yeah. drip, <laughs> drip. The custom woe pillow, the plush. Yeah, <laughs> oh, so nice. Not the woe apron. Oh, dude, I can't wait to be in the kitchen with that. You yeah. need to start a cooking show next. Woe foods. What would you call it? Woe. Woe foods. No, we've been wanting to do that actually because Reese and I. So Reese is the one who's on the sticker with me. Yeah. Who like started the whole like just the idea of it. We have always been about food and music, like being so mindful in those two aspects. Like I eat so much healthier when I'm around Reese. Mm -hmm. Um, He's always juicing things. He's always eating just like raw foods. Um, So yeah, no, that it's, it's been actually pretty closely related. The food aspect of just the whole lifestyle that we live, right? Because it's like healthy thoughts, healthy eating, healthy habits. So I would love to create a cooking show. I also Mm -hmm. love to cook. So I think that would be just super fun to just be on camera and like make it would invite me on that one too. Do you cook or do you make a mean, I make a mean fried rice, a couple other dishes. Yeah. But I think then if you guys like vegetables, you'll like my fried rice. Yeah, no, I yeah. I think after the podcast, possibly. <laughs> That'd be so sick. That'd be so sick. Fried rice special. I need a chef hat. I need uh, Ramsey in the corner cussing at me, oh the whole thing. God. We'll get Guy Fieri on it. Yeah. Like, it doesn't, yeah. Flavor Town, here we go. I can just do my hair like Guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I've been thinking about that anyway, so it'd be... <laughs> Do you have hair right now? Do we have? Yeah, some, I a do. A little bit of hair. Like, I do. I feel like it'd be a mission to take off. No, the you're head. good. You're good. You I want mean, me to show no, the flow? Uh, no, I mean it's it's whatever you're feeling. The woe drip on top is That's looking so fantastic. We'll keep the, the woe drip, but yeah, I've been like shaving my head. Okay. Um, but now that the hair is back, I don't know. You, you know. said your school is where? Pomona. It's like east of LA. So, did you grow up in SoCal? Yeah. In SD. Mm-hmm. I grew up in East County, San Diego. Okay. There's no fashion schools down here, so at all damn yeah, yeah la i mean obviously yeah. that's the holy mecca but we still lucky i mean it's two hours away you know i could be yeah something you know la sd is like easy you know for sure can't complain about two hour drive we're so blessed out here dude. yeah yeah it's too good especially growing up in orange county just mm-hmm. being in the middle <laughs> In the I mean, middle. It's like, where do we want to go? Do we want to vibe <laughs> down in San Diego? Do we want to go try to trap out in LA? Like, what's the vibe like? Yeah. What else you got for me? So, because we haven't seen each other in a while. So, I know it's been a year at least. Damn, really? It's, it's, it's that I've years? seen him, seen him? Yeah, I think so. Because I would have <sighs> only been checking on him last yeah because you guys were avoiding missions oh at all costs yeah 
And so is that when you go back, that's where you're going to go? Yeah. Really? I'm a, that, I've never gone anywhere else, and it's been good for yeah, me. Yeah, no, yeah. You know? Makes sense. But. So what we're trying to do is possibly look into getting a warehouse space, like, pretty soon. Fire. Like, like, a, like permanent? Yeah, somewhere we can at least have events, like, for sure. Somewhere mm-hmm. where we can showcase all of our stuff all the time if, you know, we need right. hanging. Retail spot, right. And possibly creating as well so like recording studio producing studio and bleach yeah bleach tie-dye station if we need that some sewing machines be so lit you just have like you know have people come in do their own bleaching of their own stuff just like we want to curate a space where we're always comfortable in it and like essentially there's always people welcome there or are already there you know so it's like an event is like nothing because essentially you already have 10 people invite 10 more and like you know it's already kind of popping yeah and um, everybody plays music i know (laughs) noise ordinance is probably gonna be hard um well we're like thinking like warehouse warehouse like in like a district yeah but not around other but i've like yeah i guess if it's away away from houses and shit but like I've we've done music videos and events um, at warehouses in Barrio Logan, mm-hmm. and the owner of the warehouse is like, "Yo, I'm really sorry, but like you gotta like turn it down." By and what time though? Uh, like midnight. I mean that's not terrible. Like OB the template, even something. Have you been to the, the template in OB? Mm-hmm. It's like a really psychedelic coffee shop, but they throw events there almost every single day. Yeah. I don't I'm know sure how you can find a place. To, but I'm sure, you can find a place. Again, we're not trying to make it so turnt where it's like a nightclub, right? Like it's really just like a showcase of like what, right. what we can do, who we hang around that makes with. Sense. If somebody wants to hop on the decks for a second, they can do it. If somebody wants to perform for that a little makes bit, sense. that'd be sick, bro. That'd be so cool. Kind of like because everybody, um, when they think about stuff like that, they refer to it as like the Rob Deerdeck Fantasy Factory. But mm-hmm. like we don't need to go that big right away. Mm-hmm. But something like that to where again people are just welcome anytime. There's enough sweet. creative things to do there that things are getting done. It's like a productive space, you know. It's not just to hang out. And Did you guys get the whoa house? You guys live in the, yeah. How's that been? And like, dude, so just how quickly we got that—that's what's making me think the warehouse might be coming sooner than expected. Because January last year is yeah. when Cody and I started coming down just every weekend. By the second or third month of the year, by like into mm-hmm. February, March, we were like, oh, damn, we need to get a place. So we tried to call Reese and we tried to call David and tried to get into a place like before summer. Super hard to do. We got into a place middle of summer, literally July. Mm-hmm. But to think about how quickly that yeah. all transpired and to know that our goal at the beginning of the year wasn't even to move in until like August or something. But because of how well we were doing. We were like, oh, shit, we need to get a place. And then we found one. How many people are? It's three of us. Just three. And there's like enough room in the backyard to design. We have enough room in the garage to keep our inventory. We have two car freaking driveway. It's a dream come true. It really is. It really is. And how's online been for you guys? Getting better, honestly. Um, You running ads? No. No marketing? It's all still just super organic. organic. People find us on the boardwalk and then buy yeah, later. Yeah. Um, we did like a Black Friday sale and that helped. We got like five or six sales. Turn. But the prices on the on the website are definitely higher than what we sell them for on the boardwalk, which really? is, you know, our intention. But that's just because right now we don't have a full team focusing on just the online. Fulfillment, sales, right? yeah. You know, so if we did get 100 orders tomorrow, yeah, I'm taking my time and he's taking his time to do that. You know, yeah. I'd rather go sell 100 
throughout the weekend on the boardwalk. Yeah. For yeah. Now. You, you sell something in person. You you got the money. You're done. They got the product. They're happy. You know, you sell something online. Yeah. Package it. You got to make it. Right. Look, you got to well, write, write your note. You got to ship it out. You got to hope it don't get stolen in the mail. Exactly. They're and they waiting. don't want to return it. So, so they yeah. Tried it in on. person is definitely better in that aspect. But mm-hmm. online is like you got the whole world. I know. You know that can yeah. shop at your shop. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's I, happening. I think for us right now, just with the hand designing of each bucket hat and hat, which we sell most of the booth, just to be able to have that experience to mm-hmm. meet us, to to be able to pick up a bucket hat and see Facts. the next one underneath, it's different. Yeah. You say whoa a couple times. I'm throwing whoa puns at you. We're yeah. having, and you're looking at the ocean. It's too. an experience. That that whoa experience we really that. is why we love the boardwalk and why we treasure those sales more than online yeah. right now do you have woe puns on your website <laughs> <laughs> we shouldn't but we should start a blog or a forum anybody that wants to drop one in there because yeah. some of our best woe puns come from amazing people that we yeah. meet on the boardwalk you I, know? so i have this thing on my website where i have uh, quotes mm-hmm. just like unshook quotes and then every time you refresh the page it refreshes the quote. I have like a oh, cool. hundred different quotes cool. in my website. Nice. And it's just, you know, it's on brand. It's like, you you know, you, you see it and it, it's motivating and it's perfect for Unshook. If you guys do something like that where people could drop in their woe puns, all you have to do is hit approve or, the, you know, deny. And if you approve it, now all of a sudden it comes into the refresh queue. And then people go on your website like, oh, what's the pun going to be today? Like that could be fire. No, for real. Because yeah. it... It always surprised me how much people love the woe puns. You know what you, I'm saying? Just, you got any new ones well, I haven't heard? <laughs> I don't know. Woe momentum. Woe momentum. That's gotta keep the woe momentum going yeah. for sure. Little woe peep. I thought of the other day. I I just love woe with the flow. You know what I'm saying? Just just woe with the flow and everything's good. You and know? this is called one two three woe. This is ready, ready set ready, set, ready woe, set woe, which is the name of a song that me and Reese dropped on our album Wait It's Me Okay Dope, which all of our music is now on our website. Mm. Um, but yeah, ready, set, well, cause that's just like, literally it can apply to any situation. Woody. Frosty the woe man. I might go under that as my DJ name. It's still being decided. That's tight. I know. Frosty the woe man. I know. Holy shit. And I've definitely transformed into Wody myself. (laughs) It's been such a crazy, the first time I kind of jokingly said that to somebody in OB back in 2020 to... Now I'm getting out of the car, walking in here, and some guy Wody. rolls down the window and says, Wody! I'm Wody. like, wait, I'm in O-side. Like, wait, what the heck right now? Like, yeah. Um, yeah, so I think woe D. Um, I, I haven't really gotten the wording down exactly. I'm working on <laughs> the, the artist name. Yeah. No, like what looks it's best. Tough. You know, I think I'm going to do no caps, Wody, W-H-O-A-D-Y, period. Just to kind of, I, I like the period Woody vibe. period. You know what I'm saying? Hipster. So it's it, a little hipster. It looks nice. really clean too, all the the non-caps. So um, we'll so see. Just woe, W-H-O-H-H-A-D-Y. Exactly. Period. Woody. Yeah. And, Which and on the East Coast, that's kind of like your Brody thing. It's like, oh, that's my Wody. You know yes, what I'm saying? Like, so I, I really want to, I'm, cool. I'm everyone's homie. So like. Trademark that shit. <laughs> We're going to have to, there's a lot of SoundCloud, a lot of Spotify, Wodies with zero followers, <laughs> zero plays, nothing. So I think uh, there's some Fight space them. for me to, yeah, Fight them. we're going to try to get the Wody space going. So stay tuned. So our last segment, the, the or I guess our one of our like only segments that we've created for this Ready, Set, Woe is the drip check. Yeah. Um, where we want to go through some certain pieces that you're wearing and shout out any brands that you're All rocking. All of them. Um, so yeah, you can go with either the shirt or the pants or the rings or the hat or 
What are we feeling? Logan, could you help me with uh, the bag in the hat? Just so they get the full in the in the water. Yeah, because he showed up with yeah. this unshook hat and this bag. Thank you. No way. Uh, give it up for Logan. Hey. Jesus. Thank you. We love Logan. All right. So I had to throw on the whoa bucket. Yes. You know, it's only right. Had to. Plus, I've been eyeing these on the boardwalk for forever, so it's, it's nice to have one on my hat, uh, on my head for a little bit. It does yes, feel sir. good. Uh, came through with the unshook Oreo colorway of the U-bolt cap, <laughs> right? Oh Adjustable for your big-ass heads. Yeah. Um, DIY hmm. a tote bag with what? the mesh lining on insane. the outside. The red mesh. With the pocket. These are like my, use. these are my messenger bags for uh, the I Am Unshook Because posters. Okay. I'm gonna need you guys to sign this before I get out of here. But 100%. basically, you just fill in the blank. I Am Unshook Because, you mm -hmm. know, mm -hmm. I'm a savage or mm -hmm. I don't quit. And, and cool. uh, I get people to sign these joints. They take it home, hopefully frame that shit or you know, mm -hmm. put it somewhere nice. So that's what these bags I'm always carrying around is. How okay. can we get those bags? Are those bags available or is that a one on one? I'm working on uh, like making the patterns and then because th this fabric is like a jacket I found on the floor and some <laughs> fabric that I, I took from school. But I'm about to order like some custom fabric. So when I have like a good amount of fabric where it can be a consistent cool. thing, like, yeah, I can stitch this up for everybody. Cool. Um, Definitely get me in the pre-order for one of those. Hydro sure. flask, water. If you're not hydrated, you're lacking. You know, please sponsor us. Stay hydrated. We need a kombucha or a juice sponsor. So we're real. looking for. You'll so. get it. You'll get it. We're just we're we're letting people know that You'll, we will share the... You guys need to be on the, the bottle, too. You're, like, the silhouette <laughs> of your cool. hair is just, like, ridiculous. Cool. The woe flavor. Because then you're, like, it could be, like, a unknown yeah. flavor. Like, it's just woe. Um, this top is an upcycled piece that I made for my spring 2021 voltage collection. Uh, bleached, unshook print all the way down. Got some, embroidered, some embroidered patches on Gee. it. And then a pocket on the bottom. Yeah, little kangaroo. Did you pouch. put that on? No, nah, this was all upcycled, but it was falling halfway off, so I had to resuscitate it, stitch it back piece. on. Yeah. And then the pants. The pants, pants I just finished at 5 a.m. last night because I knew I was gonna be here today. This guy. So yeah, uh, these took a minute, but looking like a, I don't even know. I don't even know. I either, love the dude. gradient I yellow. Can't stop looking at them. I'm working on my Inferno collection, so it's all based on forest fires and. Uh, so, that's, that so yeah, yellow, oh, okay. yellow, that. orange, red, just keeping it with the warm colors, you know. That makes sense. The way the the stitch goes up and is exact. Looks like a flame. And then I got my All Saint uh, suede shoes on. Do you have any? What's up with the rings? Do we have any cool? Oh, uh, I got some cool. Uh, no, but it's cool stories. So, this is the first ring I ever got. Uh, I got it from like my community college. I remember exactly where it was at that school when I bought it. It was like a little kiosk there. Um, we did a photo shoot for one of my my drops and my brother he's a photographer he brought some smoke bombs and we never used smoke bombs before <laughs> so we thought it's just you know you just pull it and smoke comes out so i had these like duffel bags and we put a bomb in a duffel bag and we yanked the thing out uh which was this we, there's a string and you just yank it out and you know, we run back and he's like taking photos and like there's this yellow smoke coming out of my duffel bag and the photos are sick. But then we go back after like the smoke clears and like turns out that shit's actually like really hot and like kind of like burnt my bag a lot. So 
don't <laughs> don't put smoke bombs inside stuff that you're trying to sell <laughs> but yeah so this is a, the trigger from that bomb so that's okay. pretty cool you wear hey, this is a ring that somebody left at my fashion show if this belongs to you feel free to message me i will <laughs> give it back to you i'm not trying to be a thief he's but been putting good energy into it it was left at my fashion show and so this Rocking is a little it. token from that show like um that. which was phenomenal how many have you done what uh, i've been in three okay. or four but um the ones that i was a, a designer for but didn't organize it, it just didn't feel right i didn't feel like the the audience experience was cared for enough i felt like it was more about me 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 look at what i made on stage and less about giving people the time of their life mm -hmm. so yeah. when i that's why i decided to organize my own show cool. and it was uh yeah june of 2021 it was so sick Damn, best yeah. moment of my life it I'm was so sick bummed that i was busy that week i totally I will, yeah i will be making the next one yeah we'll try i get it though you guys <sighs> yeah doing your own thing um so much. and then this is a bearing from uh a rollerblade that I got from that bike shop. You are straight up street. Like this is street so, wear. This is literally in the streets wear. on his hands. But if, <laughs> but if your girl asks, it's all Gucci. If <laughs> <laughs> your girl asks. Yeah. Dude, Nathan, we seriously appreciate you coming and taking the time to do this for us, man. You're uh, a I, huge inspiration in what we do. For I sure. appreciate you guys. I would have came just to have some Jamba Juice with you guys. I haven't hey. seen you in forever. We're going to, we're going to change that, you know, yeah. schedule, stay busy. You're going to kill this last part of fashion school. And once those, yeah. uh, once the wings set free, bro, like trust this yeah. next part of 2022 is going to be lit. Stay tapped in. Mm -hmm. Why don't you give them the, the social media one more time? So unshook is, uh, like I own that word. So you type in unshook on your URL, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, anywhere, uh, you're going to find us. And uh, we make disaster-tested clothing for disaster-tested people. So, you know, you're going through struggles. We, This is the place for you to embrace those struggles, be proud of it, and, and flex all your scars. So, yeah. I got chills on my body right now. I'm sorry. So, no, thank you for that. I love it. And I yeah. love you. Um, love you guys. You yeah. guys are so motivating to me. Like, again, like, I don't have uh, any people in my family who own businesses i don't have you know uh older mentors with with this creative shit so uh you two definitely like it's just good having you guys in my corner for yeah, real so I appreciate, appreciate y'all aspect is for sure we're always we'll here for each other yeah and this is dope like uh wh when do you drop all these episodes i gotta watch all them we'll be somewhere during the summer i don't know you're gonna drop these in the summer we just want to get them all done first. makes sense yeah so fire keep on looking out Cool. Ready, set, whoa.